What up, everybody, and welcome to the show of hurt feelings, disagreements, debate, and controversy. It is the House of Havoc Top 10. Today, we have the artist formerly known as Anthony Alessino, the smooth criminal Brian Castiglione, and the mullet wearing cold take Sharon Jack Ockenjos. And last but certainly not least is your boy, the Dean Malenko of podcasting, the man of a thousand nicknames, <laughs> Jimmy Ockenjos. Ladies and gentlemen, theys and gays, there are over two million podcasts worldwide. And today, you chose to listen to us, and we do appreciate that. We're back with another episode of the House of Havoc Top 10, and by now, it is almost football season. So we figured we would do the Top 10 NFL wide receiver cores from the 2010 to 2019 decade. We have an interesting little 10-year slice of the NFL here because a lot of change goes on from 2010 to 2019 in the way the game was played looking at some of the numbers and I'm like that can't possibly be right like I think it was 2009 I looked at just for fun mm-hmm. the Jets Sanchez's rookie year he threw for 2,444 yards really what and he the, played 15 games what was the rushing like crazy yeah Thomas yeah, Jones had a thousand yards be. it's gotta be Thomas Jones had a thousand yards and I think the other two might have had like 300 something apiece jeez yeah, you don't see that really yeah. much anymore. I mean, there's lead backs that barely break. So, like 2010 you is know. where a couple of teams are really ahead of the uh, ahead of the rest of the league here, right. where playing offense the style that everyone kind of plays at now. Like those Patriot teams before they moved over to the two tight end system, right. they were four wide a lot of the time. Like yep. that's the fucking offense that Andy Reid's running in Kansas City now. Mm-hmm. Chiefs were do- uh, Patriots were doing it in like the 07 year. You're that right. was the year they had that. Like, no one was doing that back then. No. So some of the numbers. At least not much is aired, you know. Yeah. It was way more run, run, pass, run, run, run. Play action. Play, that open up with a bubble screen or right. something. Like, take deep shots, run the ball, control the clock. Anywho, here we are. You got anything for a little intro here? You What are you doing? You making a bet? No. Stop it. Honorable okay. mention. I'm, I, really, I really want to start with honorable mention. Can do honorable right. before uh, I have dishonorable. I, well, I was oh my god, before. you have a dishonorable. I have a dishonorable. Oh man, how do I never have one? I just I don't know. <laughs> just look at like, all right. Let's hear him. Let's hear him. Let's well, hear him. We'll go dishonorable first. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, my dishonorable is the 2012 Ravens that won a Super Bowl in the blackout game against the San Francisco oh, 49ers. Oh, shit. We got old man Anquan Bolden with 65 grabs for 920 yards and four touchdowns. That's their number one wide receiver <laughs> in a Super Bowl winning team. Number two wide receiver, Dennis Pitta, 61 Dennis catches, Pitta. 669 yards and seven touchdowns. Okay? Number three receiver, Ray Rice, 61 catches, 478 yards, one touchdown. Mm. Behind him, Torrey Smith, 49 grabs, eight, 855 yards, and eight touchdowns. Lackluster at best. And Joe Flacco slinging the rock to them. They won that Super Bowl on defense. And Joe Flacco got paid. And then quarterbacks Paid it right after that Super Bowl, right? Paid. Yeah. Yeah. And then quarterbacks, the tide started turning where quarterbacks started yeah. getting You win a Super Bowl, you're just going to get paid now. Exactly. Because mm. I remember... I don't know why I remember people losing their minds over the contract that he got coming out of. Yeah, because it was one of the first $100 million contracts in the NFL, right? Dishonorable mention, I only have one. 
That's a really good one. That is. Thank you. The Detroit Lions every year. Every year. For nine straight seasons. For nine straight seasons. That Calvin Johnson was in the league. Yeah. Never giving him a number two. And, like, fucking Matt Stafford over two. Yeah. Took him one year and some weapons to be like, hey, fuck you guys. Got the ring. Yeah. Never putting an uh, a even semi-competent second wide receiver out there for Calvin Johnson, who, I mean, arguably for our time period, us growing up, I mean, was seen as, like, the best wide receiver in the world to yeah. us. is just a travesty. Is it, there, need, it needs to get a dishonorable. Is their best number two of all time, Golden Tate? If like, that, with Calvin Johnson, is that the best? Oh, it has to be. be. Who's and a slot receiver the best? And that, no, but, I might be thinking the wrong time. Nate Burleson? I Nate could be Burleson. thinking of the wrong time. Nate Burleson yeah, was, but like, again, slot receiver. The very, yeah, yeah, very yeah. end of, of Nate, Nate's career was the yeah. beginning of Nate. It was the beginning <clears throat> of Nate. All right, of yeah, I was going to say, I think I'm in the wrong time. You know what time. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you always look at, now, since, whatever, we'll do honorable in a second, but you, I was always looking at, like, that changing of the guard. So, those... You know what I'm talking about? Those 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 uh, Roddy White, yeah, Julio Julio Jones. Jones. yeah, yeah, and then you kind of so there's that one year where they were together where I had to put them there, right? But it's like uh, I have the Falcons on an as an honorable mention, but Roddy's already gone by now. Well, go ahead, Wait, honorable. Go ahead. Honorable. Yeah. I only have one honorable, so I have I have four. But you can wow. go. Go ahead. All right, I'll do my two first, and then you could have the uh, yeah. We'll go to him because I guess it's also the Falcons. No, no, it's not. It's oh, not. all right. So my honorable mention is the 2016 Falcons, the Super Bowl 28-3 to Falcons. And the reason it was like going to be number 10 and then I just looked at the numbers and it's really a one-man show. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones, 83 catches, 1,409 yards, six touchdowns. <laughs> number two, Mohamed Sanu. 59 catches, 653 yards, and four touchdowns. And number three, Taylor Gabriel, 35 catches, 579 yards, and six touchdowns. Very good offense. Very explosive offense. It was a one-man show in Julio Jones, and then Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman out of the backfield ripping it up. Right. It was a very – you want to talk about just offenses. 2016 Mm. Falcons offense is one of the most explosive of that decade. But it's a lot on the ground, and it's really just Julio doing the one man show. Right. So that's why I bumped him to the honorable mention. And maybe if they won that Super Bowl, they make the list. Yeah. You know. Um, I'll give you one. So, um, I have 2016 uh, Cincinnati Bengals: AJ Green, Brandon LaFell, and Tyler Boyd. Um, really not a crazy season, but the numbers are the numbers aren't bad. Um. AJ Green, 100 for 964. Brandon LaFell, 107 for 862. And even Tyler Boyd, 81 for uh, 603. Brandon LaFell had 100 catches. 107 for 862 and six touchdowns. This is 2016. Yeah, that was a sick fantasy year out of those guys. Yeah, Yeah. that's like, you know, not a team. I mean, they went six and nine and one. So not not a crazy talented team, but the numbers passing wise are. And yeah. going into you that know. going into that fantasy draft, it's like someone takes LaFell in the twelfth round and you're like, Brandon LaFell. Yeah. What are you doing, dude? I mean yeah. Brandon LaFell. Uh I yeah, want one what this guy's drinking. Yeah, right. Oh wait, I'm sorry guys. I apologize. He had sixty four catches. He had one hundred and seven targets. That's my bad. Okay. He did have he did lead the the team in receiving touchdowns, though. He had six touchdowns say, for 862 yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my fault. I read that wrong. Um, you had another honorable mention? Yeah. It's the 2010 Jets. 
You know, I thought about it too. Now, so I thought about it too. Look, the numbers don't pop off the page, but when you consider that this is 12... When you consider it's Jimmy's favorite team. No, no, no. 12 seasons ago, a team that was number one rushing defense, number three passing defense, number one rushing attack with the second-year quarterback managing the game a lot. Um, Dustin Keller, 55 catches, 687 yards, five touchdowns. Braylon Edwards, 53 catches, 904 yards, seven touchdowns. Santonio Holmes, 52 catches, 749 yards, and six touchdowns. With Danian Tomlinson, 52, 368, zero. And then the man who was always open, no matter what, on third down, Jericho Cotri, 41, 433, and two touchdowns. Made an honorable mention. It's one of my favorite Jets receiving like classes of probably my life, but you know, the Jets have sucked a lot. And also, just you know, part, this is and this is why it's the honorable mentions. There's little homerism and a little, uh, little of my heart in it. They won like five or six games in the fourth last drive of, of the fourth quarter or overtime that year, and it was like Santonio Holmes taking a slant to the crib on one. Right. One I think was Cotri made that crazy catch on third and long after he pulled his hamstring. Do you remember that? Yeah, he pulled his hamstring and he's hobbling into the open hole, catches the ball, goes down right away, spike, field goal, I think. I think that's how it – but he definitely popped the hamstring, hobbled mm. into the open hole, caught the ball, went down. Ultimately, the closest chance uh, I've ever had to a Super Bowl in my life, I think most Jet fans could probably say that at this point since it's over 50 years. So 2010 Jets get the honorable mention. That's fair. Um, I actually have three. I thought I had four, but I have three. Um, 2017 Minnesota Vikings, uh, Thielen and Diggs. Um, you know, nothing crazy. Um, but the numbers are, the numbers really aren't bad. Um, Thielen had 91 catches for 1,200 yards and Stefan Diggs had 64 catches for 849 yards. You know, and a team that kind of was based around, oh, wait, no, Dalvin Cook wasn't even here at that point. Still... He, he was. It looks like they had no, a three-headed. Like, they had a three-headed committee going on. It looks like here. It's Murray, McKinnon, and Cook, all combined for probably looks like probably like fourteen hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Was Cook hurt that year? Uh yeah. He only played four games. Mc... He only played four McKinnon games. McKinnon so wound up getting paid after that and blew out his ACL in training camp the next year. Right? Didn't the Niners pay him after that? And then he yeah. blew out his knee. And then he was just never. And then the he just same. became. Yeah. Hey, we need a guy. Jet, what are you doing? Chiefs brought him in late last year. What's your third honorable mention? Third honorable mention. I don't hate that one, but what's your third honorable yeah, mention? Yeah, I mean, to the, I don't want to repeat teams, so I'll just preface this by saying that. I have the 2016 New Orleans Saints, uh, hmm. Michael Thomas and Brandon Cooks. Um, kind of like a sneaky good year. It's, I When I looked at it, I don't remember them being like this good, but I mean, and, and also, oh, of course, I have the wrong one on here. That's my bad. Um, yeah, sneaky year. I think this was the first year Jimmy Graham had been gone, if I'm correct. Um, but yeah, I mean they both they both had 1,100 yards. Michael Thomas had 92 receptions. Brandon Cooks had 78. Thomas with nine touchdowns. Cooks with eight. So very similar stat Brandon lines. Brandon Cooks is um, always underlying. Can you what what team was that? And also, there? this is the 2016 Saints. Also, keep in mind, right under them, Willie Sneed. 72 receptions for 895 yards. So Willie Sneed, that little bastard. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and yeah, 
uh, Jimmy Graham's off the team at this point. Looks like we're, you know, Mark Ingram's the guy. He's got over 1,000 yards. But still, I mean, two receivers with 1,100 yards. And Brandon Cooks is still killing it now. I feel like Cooks is one of those guys. Do you see that thing? He's like the only receiver to have over 1,000 yards in six straight seasons. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, it's and like, like in six straight seasons. Oh, yeah, also so. has, right, six six set. I feel like years, he's three, sneaky three elite. Teams. Like people, yeah, like he is sneaky. He's just sneaky elite. It's I don't know what it is. The thing about Brennan Cooks, though, everyone that wants him is willing to get rid of him. That's how I feel. He the, plays like, for all I'm these always, teams for so short. I've got like, a problem, especially when one of them is Bill Belichick. There's a reason Bill Belichick didn't want him, right? Like, but he plays so well, like everywhere he. It's just weird. It's weird. But uh, yeah, that that's my last honorable so mention. My only honorable mention. Oh. Is. The 2013 Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I meant to look into a Steelers team, and I fucking I had just, to. Oh, I got a Steelers. And I, I literally, meant to, and I fucking I did. I literally had to. Because I'm like one of those Antonio Brown years. They had so here we go. They were Antonio eight, Brown, eight. Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, Uh-oh. they were eight and eight, and that was the only thing that was like ah, I don't know, but here it goes. Uh, receiving, Antonio Brown. This is his first breakout year. So 110 receiving. Uh. Oh, I'm sorry. You just read targets like Brian did before. Yeah, <laughs> Bro, yeah it's it's probably like 88 catches. What's crazy, what's crazy is they don't. Let me see. What do you they want? Don't list Are you on Stat Muse? No, I'm on. Go to Wikipedia, stat- but they don't list them. That's. Or is that is that catches? It's got to be catches, right? It has to. That be. looks like attempts, is what it says. No, it can't be. It can't be. It ain't, it can't be. Yeah, it's probably as yeah, catches. I, think I don't catches. know why you can't yeah. just use the website uh, everyone else is using that we said was perfect for the podcast. This is also perfect. Antonio Brown. It, it seems imperfect. 110, <laughs> 1,500 yards, one yard shy, 1,500, eight touchdowns. Sanders, uh, 67 for 740. Heath Miller, uh, 58 catches for 600 yards. And Jericho Cotchery, 46 receptions, 600 yards. And Jericho Cotchery. Jericho Cotchery. He had 10 touchdowns. About that. The fucking Jericho Turnpike. Mike make, <laughs> fucking shows up twice on the honorable mentions. And, and he had 10 touchdowns. <laughs> and Le'Veon Bell, 45 catches. So they got after it. Fucking Le'Veon Bell. They got after it. So that's my only honorable mention. So I have that man's autograph. Le'Veon Bell? No, Cotchery. Oh. Uh, whatever, he's okay. All right, so 10 time. Time for number 10. I guess I'm going to ruffle fucking feathers. This is the team that beat out the 2016 Falcons, mind you, for the 10th spot. Okay. So 2015 New York Jets. Okay. I don't hate that. 2015 New York Jets. Brandon Marshall, 109 catches. And that's catches, not targets. He had like 140 targets. 109 catches, 1,502 yards, 14 scores. Decker, 80 for 1027 and 12 scores. And their number three receiver, Bilal Powell, who only played exclusively on third down, 47 catches, 388 yards, and two touchdowns. So the reason I ultimately put them ahead of the Falcons here at 10 is because Decker just falls short of the their next two options combined in yards on his own, and he has two more touchdowns than the two of them. Mm. So based on, I mean, listen. Oh, it's 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 not the best wide receiver. It's the best wide receiver core. And like, if we're talking about the best, even if we're talking best number one, 83, 14, 09, 6 doesn't touch one hundred nine for fifteen oh two and fourteen. Yeah, it's not all about stats though. But yeah, I hear you saying. Okay, that team was one Ryan Fitzpatrick interception in the end zone in week seventeen away from going to the playoffs. 
I understand. I don't disagree with him. It's not their fault. I'm not they didn't fighting make with it. you about Derek, it. Eric Decker was wide open I, in the end zone. You're, you're upset, and I and I get it because it's your team, but it's not. That's that the last time they were close to good. It's not that serious. Tell him, Brian. I mean, I can't say much because I'm about to do my number ten a little bit. He might and not be gonna, happy. What, with it's it. going to be the Giants. Go ahead. All right, so number ten, <laughs> because I know he's going to be upset about it. Maybe not. Is the 2011 New York Giants that won the Super Bowl? Yeah, but they won the Super Bowl. I know, I know, I know. Right. Well, hold Who's on. Who's the Hall so, of Fame pass thrower? I have the numbers. Do you have them too? I, I have them too. But what I was gonna say, yeah, my my main argument was that they won the Super Bowl realistically, and also this was like this was my homer pick also. Um, Kind of go into what you were saying, but yeah, the numbers are also pretty nuts to be honest. Even I, you know, I I'm kind of biased against the Giants just because. But Victor Cruz, uh, 82 receptions for 1,500 yards. Hakeem Nick, 76 receptions for 1,100. And the next up is Jake Ballard, 38 for 604. But you still have Manningham with 39 for 523. <laughs> but Victor Cruz, I, I got to tell you, I mean, I I didn't really look into the stats too much, you know, bef- any giant stats before this. I would, never would have thought Victor Cruz had yeah, a 1,500-yard season. That's nuts. I mean, maybe that's just ignorant on my part, but... It just doesn't feel. That's probably his feel like best it. year for the Giants, right? But he had a couple of thousand-yard years for the Giants. And, yeah, it was 82, 15, 36, nine touchdowns for Cruz, 76 catches, 1,192 yards, and seven touchdowns for Knicks. Yeah, and the Knicks fell off fast, right? Knicks started having, like, Knicks hamstring problems foot and problems. hand problems Didn't and a bunch of injuries problem? and... It is wild. He was like one of the few people that had like a what was like a four XL glove. His hands yeah, were huge, and he was hands. like a freak of nature. He could catch everything. But I think it was ultimately injuries, and uh, I don't know why. It was Steve Smith? Remember the other Steve Smith that was mm-hmm. on the Giants too? He also got he had knee problems. He had to leave. I don't remember if he I was don't know on the if team. He was on that team, but what Ramsey's Barden was on that team? Um, for sure. Dominique Hickson was on that Dominique team. Dominique Hickson we got on sure. here. We got Ramsey Barden. Um, Brandon Jacobs is still there. Bear Pasco. Yeah, I don't see Steve Smith on here. No, he might have been um, gone by then. He was on the first Super Bowl team. Brandon Stokely. You know, he popped up a lot when I was looking through shit. Brandon, Brandon Stokely, Stokely popping was around. on a bunch of teams. Had a bunch of cups of coffee. <laughs> um, But yeah, that's my 10. Bringing home the Super Bowl. So here, here, here it goes. I said... Off air that I didn't do this by stats. I did this by heart and brain and soul. But I know the stats do matter. Number 10, and this is why I chose it. because, And I know it sucks because they didn't do this really together during that time. But the Arizona Cardinals with Fitzgerald, uh, Anquan Bolden, and Steve Breston. Remember him? Yeah, I remember Steve. So the year prior to 2010, they all went over 1,000 yards. The year after that, 2010, 2011, they, they did do okay. They did have some good seasons. It was still, I'm not wrong, right? It was still Kurt Warner? Yeah. 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 So, I feel like I had to put Larry Legend somewhere in there. Yeah, I, I was like, trying to do the I same feel thing. Like I just I couldn't. thought about, honestly, I almost had Anquan Bolden twice, but I didn't. I, I mean, Anquan Bolden was late. I tried not to repeat teams. Right. I tried not to repeat. Oh, I repeated teams. Oh, really? Yeah. I tried not to. That's why I have the Saints and, yeah, I mean, yeah. But whatever. Yeah, so that's 10. I got to give a shout out to probably two Hall of Famers, Anquan Bolden and Larry Fitzgerald. Definitely I mean, Larry Fitzgerald definitely won. Well, an elite yeah. lock. Yeah. yeah. So go ahead, number nine. My number nine 
is the 2010 New England Patriots. Wes Welker, 86, 848, 7 scores. Deion Branch, 48 for 706 and 5 scores. Gronk, I believe this is their rookie year. Gronk, 42, 546, 10 touchdowns. Aaron Hernandez, 45, 563, 6 touchdowns. This was the beginning of what was going to become yeah. a reckoning yes. in the NFL for the next four years. I'm mean, not even, yeah, I mean, roughly four years. Yeah. yeah. No, this is where it started for sure. This is not the last time we'll hear from the New England Patriots no, on this list. Absolutely not. It's the baby of the of the big three that I have spearheading this list at some point. <laughs> and Wes Welker, I mean, got me a little nervous for a second. <laughs> Wes Welker is definitely not done. He shows up many more times. Many more times. Multiple times. All more. right. So, my number nine. Um, this team wound up going to the Super Bowl. Lost in the Super Bowl, but we did watch this at Alicino's family's house. It was the Los Angeles Rams, Woods, Brandon Cooks again, and Cooper Cup. 2018. 2018. Did I say something? Yeah, 2018. Yep. Um, I mean, yet again, another Brandon Cooks team. You got Woods 86 for 1,200. Um, Cooks 80 for 1,200. So you got two 1,200 wide receivers. Woods with six touchdown. Cook with, uh, Cooks with five. Gurley still caught 59 for 580 also. And Cooper Cup, I, I'm assuming this might be his first or second year, 2018. Oh, no, he's one of those guys that's been in for a while. He just hasn't been. I'm not sure. Either way, exactly. Cooper Cup still 40 catches for 566 yards and six touchdowns. Yeah, and this is the Jared Goff. Yeah, the Jared Goff, like what? Who at the time was still considered a star quarterback. I was gonna say that was another thing. Then that Super Bowl happened, and it was all over. That's what I was saying. When I was looking at everything, I'm like, wow, Jared Goff had like a great season. What the hell happened? Bill Belichick exposed him. It has to be right. Like it has to be. The end of it. But yeah, I mean, not a great team, but I thought the numbers were good. Um, I mean, the Rams are still great now. I had to find a Rams team to put to put somewhere. I would have put this year's, but obviously, given. It's not in the decade. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You had to get sure. the Rams on there, at least in some some way or another. I don't disagree. Yeah. What you got at number nine? The New York Giants, Hakeem <laughs> Nicks, Mario Manningham. My number eight is the 2011 New York Giants. <laughs> All right, that's Nicks, cool. Mario Manningham, Victor Cruz. Um, <laughs> for everything that you said, and I knew Cruz had a really good year. I did. Yeah, and it's wild. Obviously, Homer, obviously the Super Bowl helps it. For sure. Yeah. They, they finished the job. Um, Hakeem Nicks, you know, he replaced Plaxico, right? Yes. From that 017. Yeah, they, he, they he drafted like, him 2009 draft. He same, was like same that draft as Sanchez. He was like that direct, not direct replacement, but same kind of build, tall, lanky. Mm. Um, when you look at this team, and it's one thing we didn't mention, it's like Victor Cruz although he was great for a few years, he was never, like, a superstar. He was, like, but he wasn't, you know? Like, the longevity of it, like, you look at some of the other guys that you had on the list, like, you named in the honorable mentions. Yeah. Michael Thomas, Larry Fitzgerald. Well, he uh, was pretty old when he, by the time he No, by the time he broke in. Team, 100%. Right? I understand like, all that. Because I remember him being... But that's there not was a that year, There was that year he lit up the Jets in the preseason, the preseason game, yeah. and then you never heard of him again for, like, two seasons. Yeah. Like... But that's, like... That's what I'm saying. So they didn't really have a so-called and they. I mean that receiver. like for what he did 
in his short span. Oh, he like, killed it. New 100%. York Giants football has shut him down and smashed it down their throat. Mm-hmm. It always has been. They're one of the only teams in the league that has maintained an identity throughout the entire history of the NFL. They want to lock you down and they want to smash it down your throat. Yeah. So to put up those kind of numbers on a team, and they still were locking you down and smashing it down your throat that year. Yeah, but they did. Like, but the numbers, they, 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 did, they did put up the numbers. They did. You know? You don't think? The receivers? Obviously. No, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they, what I'm saying they, is what makes it impressive. So that's my number nine. And then that's that was my number eight. Okay. So. All right. So number eight for me, the infamous 33 touchdown, 30 interception season by Jameis Winston with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, 2019. Um, obviously, not much came from the team. What, you don't like this pick? I didn't even think of this. Really? I you was, didn't like this pick? I was literally going to put it Dude, as an honorable mention. I love 30 and 30, James. Listen, I just... Listen, just listen, just listen. It's not a more exciting Chris Godwin, 86 receptions, 1,333 yards, and nine touchdowns. Mike Evans got 60, uh, 67 receptions, 1,100 yards, and eight touchdowns. And motherfucking Brashad Perryman, 36 receptions for 645 yards, and six touchdowns. I mean, not a team that really got anywhere, but I, I'm a big Jameis fan, honestly. But Jameis Winston is the most exciting player in football. He has to be because he's the only player. <laughs> he's the only player when he takes a snap. As shoot, you don't know, twenty-one other people on the field could end up catching that ball <laughs> yeah. by the end of the play on any given play. Anybody's in play to be the one on top of that football, any given snap, dude. I just thought the numbers were good. I remember, I remember watching the season and like even like watching a football Sunday at Alasinos, just being constantly enamored. Each week, it just got better. So they were constantly we were just we were down. Like very excited. About oh, they were constantly the down and throwing the piss out of it. Yeah, because I remember yeah, there yeah. were there were like two games left, and he needed six interceptions to get to thirty. And I was like, "You can do it, buddy. Yeah. I believe in you." Yeah. And he threw four the next yep. week. And I was like, you only need two to get to 30? And then he you can do that. And then he came out the next season in the offseason. He's like, I'm getting LASIK this year. Or maybe, yeah. 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 That so, was, yeah. Yeah. Then he tore his ACL. I hope Jameis does good on the same. Yeah, no, I, like, I, like I, I love Jameis. It. I do. Big I really Jameis do. fan. Okay, number eight for me. Yes, sir. The 2014 Chicago Bears. Here we go. <clears throat> Matt Forte. 102 receptions, 808 yards. Alshon Jeffries, 85 receptions, 1,133 yards, 10 touchdowns. Marcellus Bennett, 90 receptions, 916 yards, 6 touchdowns. Brendan Marshall, 61 receptions, 720 yards, 8 touchdowns. They also had Santonio Holmes on that team. And uh, and Marquise (laughs) Wilson, just just for fun, just, just for yelling it out there. Um, and that was uh, Mr. J, Mr. Sig So Smoke and Jay Cutler throwing the rock. Yeah. Smoking Jay so, Cutler, baby. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, I think now, don't get me wrong, they finished five and 11. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but statistically, and that's what I was, that's really what I was doing when I was looking at this. I'm like trying to find really, I was really looking for duos. You know what I mean? Like the Alshon, who was that guy? Brennan Marshall. Brennan Marshall, Brennan Marshall connection. That's what I, I can't was... remember the last time I thought about Alshon Jeffrey. Oh my God! I can't remember. And you the last forget, time. I thought the but same. You forget he was elite. Yes, absolutely. I thought the elite. same exact thing when I was looking at stats. I'm like Alshon was killing. Ab- it he was for a small absolutely elite. Yeah, and like 
that though that bear though like that these teams of the Chicago Bears is so long gone. Like I don't, I just feel like every receiver, including our man Moonshot Mooney, is like living in purgatory for years. I mean, people I mean, were, Justin Fields might be. People, it might change now. Maybe, but people were crying for Allen Robinson to get out of there. Yeah, well, Allen Robinson need. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, Allen Robinson's gonna smash the touchdown ball. Oh, yeah, <laughs> smash it, yeah. smash it. I really think he's gonna kill it. They're my number eight team. Matt Forte obviously put the icing yeah. on the cake on. Wild, it. right? You forget how good Matt Forte. No, Matt was. Forte was amazing. And Marcellus Bennett with 90 catches. Yeah. I guess when you're playing down behind all the time. Yeah, you're 11. slinging the rock, baby. Throwing. James so this, this is what I wanted to say. Like, when you look at these bad teams with the good numbers, it's because they're down a lot and chasing all the time. Yeah. The fucking Bucks that year could not play much defense. They were down all the time. Yeah. So they were slinging it. They were going into halftime going like, all right, Jameis, you're going to throw the ball 33 times yeah. in a second. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> like, So that does happen when you have the bad teams that are always down. That's it. So yeah. we're up to me for seven. Mm-hmm. It's the 2018 Los Angeles Rams. We did their numbers. Nice. Did their numbers already because Brian had them on there. Ultimately, when we think of these teams, we're going to think about how just awful Jared Goff was, yeah. right? And ultimately, what happened with Stafford coming in. But it all starts with that Super Bowl, like we were saying before, because you think back to this season and this offense was super explosive. Can yeah. you do me a favor and give me their total offense numbers for this season from 2018? Yeah, I could like their quick. total offensive ranks. Because the reason that the Buck had to stop at seven, right? We're at seven. The reason the Buck stopped here with for me with this team is because it's one of those teams that was a super explosive offense. Oh my god, yeah, this is nuts. All right, so ranks, uh, team rank, points per game, second, yards, second, uh, plays, P L Y, plays, right? Yeah, yeah, plays, fourth, average, second. Rush yards, third. Rush attempts, eighth. Rush average, third. Uh, passing yards, fifth. Attempts, 14th. Average, fourth. Uh, and now we're in defense. But, yeah, I mean, everything's pretty much top five except top for five passing attempts. The board. Yeah. So, I mean, even the yardage is there. The tw- double 1,200-yard uh, seasons for Cooks and Woods is there. But then six touchdowns and five touchdowns. Well, yeah, that's because Todd Gurley probably had 20 total touchdowns that year. I mean, probably that Four was. Receiving. I think that was his big season before he kind of started. Uh, the turf toe or the ankle or whatever he had got. Yeah, I mean, man had seventeen rushing touchdowns and four receiving, so he had twenty-one yeah. total touchdowns. Yeah, how good is your boy, dude? Man, so that's where they're at too. for me. The twenty eighteen Rams. Uh, thank God they got Matty Stafford in there. I'm a big Matt Stafford guy. We, well, we, well, Matt Stafford was due for sure. I mean, we watched. Let's just say we know. We know you're a big Matt Stafford guy, yeah. but we also we both believe that. What member? Come on, do we have to cut the clip? No, we cut the In, clip once. Do we insert clip here again, what, yeah. dude. You could be brashful. You could. You could. Yeah, the day they fucking traded from. No, Matt no, Stafford. no. It goes cut clip here. I'm then, not gonna be able to do that. Oh, yeah, right, we're not I'm there gonna, yet. Yeah, no. oh, we're not there yet. But one day, one day, when I go like this. We cut the clip in, and then it's gonna be right. It here. goes. It goes to Jimmy going on episode fucking four of of Parlez-vous. <laughs> that Matt Stafford trade brings multiple rings. That's what he said. Do I sound like you? No. Well, All then right. we still have to get a couple more rings before we can use. We the need clip. one so more. So hopefully by one that point we, we can more. edit. We need one more. Yeah. I said not not Super Bowl Super Bowls. Plural. Plural, as in more than one, is word for word what I said. So you're up for number seven. Seven. So yeah. number seven, baby. 
the 2018 Pittsburgh Steelers, Antonio Brown and Juju. And let me tell you what. Wait. Number seven, 2018 Pittsburgh Dude, Steelers. Dude, the season is nuts. This stat lines are insane. Ready? Juju Smith, 111 receptions for 1426 yards, seven touchdowns. Antonio Brown has 104 receptions, 1297 yards for 15 touchdowns. And then after them is Lance Vance McDonald. Got 50 receptions for 6'10". Can I ask you a question? And four touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how many receptions was the running back the, the, the running back have? James Conner. Um, uh, all right. It's James Conner. 55 right. receptions yeah. for a touchdown. So, that was the last year that Big Ben was, like, good, right? Could so, I was going to say this also. Now that you're saying this, I think this is interesting. Did Big Ben make Juju and Antonio Brown both good? No. Antonio Brown was good on his own. Really? I feel I, I truly believe that Antonio Brown's Well, not talented. to say that Antonio Brown's not talented, but he has yeah. not played at that level. It, well, I think since no, then. I think he it's just mental. has CTE. I think it's mental. I think right. he's on okay. the field. I'm not going to yeah. assume he has CTE. Right. All right. So make the argument. He's also he's also 34 years old now. Right. Okay. I get what you're saying. So then make the argument for Juju. Juju who's younger. Juju hasn't ben. left yet. So let's yeah. find out. No, he's he got did Patrick now. Patrick Mahomes yeah. now. So we'll, I guess we're going to find out, right? No, no. But I do agree with you. I do think it was okay. probably the last if he, year. If he no, sucks no. with Mahomes, I, 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 but I feel like we already found out. I agree. I think you're right. I think we already found out about. So Juju? you don't think he gets better going on the Chiefs? Is what you're saying? You think it's going to be the same thing? No. Sammy Watkins 2.0. That's what I think is going to happen 100%. too. 100%. But anyway, to, to go back to what you were saying, I do think this was probably the last year that Big Ben probably had it going. Right. 2019 on, it kind of started getting. You know, he hurt the thumb and then the elbow, yeah, and, and he's then... forty. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I agree completely. But while we're, while we're on this, uh, rest in peace to Heinz Field, by the way. Right. Oh, yeah, what horrible. is? How do you even say that name? No, no. Arkasor. Yeah, Arkasaur, I saw. I assume it's like a bank. Or no a, idea or what that is. Finance company. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, it's probably like, like a finance company. They're all banks and finance companies now, or insurance companies. I'm up for number six. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. We're swinging. All right. The second of three heads. Excuse me here. The 2012 New England Patriots. Welker, 118 for 1354 and six. Brandon Lloyd. Shout out Brandon, shout out Brandon Lloyd. Lloyd. 74 for 911 and four. Gronker, 55, 790, 11. Gronker. <laughs> Aaron Hernandez, 51, 483, and five touchdowns. It's because he's got the Metallica shirt on. Is that why? I mean, people call him Gronker. I didn't just make that up. No, I never heard that in my life. Okay, Berman calls him Only Gronker. people the, Metallica The legend, shirts? dude. The legend of fucking calling football honestly, calls him Gronker. I was only joking. Well, it got personal. Well, I see. So, again, another <laughs> explosive year for Wes Welker, Tom Brady. And the New England Patriots, the arrival of Brandon Lloyd, which did they get him in free agency that year? Uh, they, I feel like they sent like a late round pick. Yeah, to I the think Broncos so too. Form. A conditional yeah. seven form. Um, does it hurt putting like your rival theme? This on is what I said. Time? I show you how much I didn't use my heart. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is one of those things. Like they were so good at that point, and the Jets. Like I knew going into the 2010 2011 season, the way the Jets had built themselves, they, this is you have a one year window and it's going to get bad for a while. Mm. I would have never told you 12 years it would be bad, but <laughs> you knew it was going to be fought because they had so many old guys and so many backloaded contracts. Yeah. That, like they were so like um, 
Zach Zach Taylor was on that team for his final year in the NFL. Ladanian Tomlinson was on that team. Yeah. Um, Thomas Jones. No, Thomas Jones was off the team by that point. But the receivers, Santonio Holmes was getting older and had a bunch of money eating away at cap. Braylon Edwards was getting older. Braylon Edwards, yeah. The offensive line, Mangold, Fanica, Brick. Uh, I forgot the other the guard and the other tackle they had. But if you look all over that team, Calvin Pace, David Harris was getting older. Calvin all the guys Pace, on defense geez. were getting older. Yeah. Sean Ellis was in his late 30s at this point. Like You knew that if it didn't work out, they were going to be in – uh, bad position. Yeah. I mean, it was going to be up to Sanchez to bring him back out of it, and I didn't ever believe Sanchez was that guy, you know? So I just knew we weren't going to be good anyway, and, like, they were going to kick the shit out of us no matter what. <laughs> so, like, it is, at that point, some this of the greatest offensive football is. we've seen. And I didn't even look up Hernandez's rushing yards, but he was lining up and catch, taking a lot All of right, handoffs yeah. that year too, right? Yeah. Well, I'm not 100% sure that was that year, but yeah, it was a year that they were giving the ball to him. Fucking murder. Six. Oh, whoa, whoa. Six. Allegedly. So no- number six. Um, well, he was convicted. Well, he did murder himself, but God. <laughs> oh, my God. So number six. Um, Can't take that away from Kind of like off the radar, I guess, but the 2012 Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I knew that was going to be the reaction, but I mean... The stats aren't bad. They were an 8-8 eight eight team, so nothing too crazy. But, I mean, Jason Witten, 110 receptions for 1,000 yards, um, three every, touchdowns. every year for 10 years. Des Bryant, uh, you know, 92 receptions for 1,300 yards and uh, and 12 touchdowns. So Who was that second receiver? Their Miles second receiver Austin. was Miles Austin, who I also did. Who I, this was the whole reason I brought this up. Yeah. Miles Austin, 66 for 943. And six touchdowns. So everyone getting a little bit of everything. Miles Austin out of Monmouth um, University. Also, <laughs> DeMarco Murray, uh, you know, 35 receptions for 250. Miles, but, o- Miles Austin is like every small school's hero. So like, you can, Miles did it. You can yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Miles is one a million, pal. Um, Although also, I guess Josh Allen's one of them are you, too. Are you good? Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it's, it's nothing like – it wasn't flashy or crazy. They were just kind of a, a boring kind of team, but – I don't know. Witten having over a thousand yards and Austin almost well, ha- I, almost having a thousand while Des Bryant still three guys has is kind of having a thousand is pretty good. I think that yeah, I think that's the benchmark. Okay, an, for, again, another two. They weren't killing it on defense that year, right? I would assume eight, not. Eight? Yeah, eight yeah. and eight. I don't even think they were. Like, the Redskins won the division that year, so it was probably the Robert Griffin time. Now, you know, 2012 was his right. Rookie Am I wrong? Year. 2012 would have been his rookie year. 2012 draft, yeah. That's when he made the playoffs, right? Yeah, and he yeah. tore his ACL in right. the playoffs. So, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah, the Robert so Griffin show lasted one season. Yeah. Like, you Stay talk up. about it like he's mad. No, no, no. It just it's sucks. That and that's mad. it. One no, year, no, no, it's no. over, dude. It's all we got. Yeah. No, well, first of all. Um, Go ahead. Rip your heart out. Where do you play in college? What did <laughs> Baylor. Baylor, right. Yeah. But I'm trying to think. What did he do in college? Did he do anything to Oregon in college? can't even say what I Did he do anything to Oregon in college? I don't know. No, but I'm obviously um, a big Oregon guy. Let me guy. ask you something. Were you a Luck or were you an RG3 guy? And don't lie. Luck. Like, so this is what I'm getting at. All right. RG3 going into the draft when people were arguing that he should have went number one. And I was like, no. this No, like you can't run around in the NFL. Guys are too fast. He's too small. He's going to get hit. Like it's not going to work. And two, Baylor runs a one read and go system. Guys don't wide receivers come out of Baylor and don't know how to run routes. Getting drafted in the mm. top four rounds of the NFL draft, they only know how to run a go route, a drag route, and like 
That's about it, dude. Bubble screen. Because it's a very simple spread spread it out offense. I'm not making it up. Are I you know. I, up? I, Especially I, I that, agree. that system. Runs a pro system. That system that they were running. Right? And it's literally like call Under, it at the line. Right. So you're like, we know we're in this formation. All right, this is what you were doing. And it's like you're running a go route. You're doing drags on the backside. And, and, and he's Lund, doing Lund a bubble screen. pro set. Yeah. Under center. And if one guy's not open, what do you do? You tuck it and run. Right, that's the that's the base. That's, yeah. yeah, that's RG three. So, all right, I hear you. I mean, and even when he was killing it, what was were, can I ask him? What was Louisville's uh, offense when similar? And Lamar Jackson just adapted. Similar, yeah. Okay, I'm just, I'm just um, but my point was that even that whole year, his whole rookie year, they were killing it with the play action game with Alfred Morris and the read option, which now people are ready for again. But back then, they weren't doing it in the NFL a lot. And then they would get to the point where it's the double play action because I'm going to pull it from Alfred Morris and then I'm going to look like I'm running mm. and then I'm throwing it. Who was the tight end that killed it that year? Uh, Taylor? Was it Fred Taylor? That's a running back. Vernon running Davis? Back. No, that's no. too far far gone. Um, Not uh, the guy that got concussions all the time? Jordan, Jordan Reed. Reed. yeah. Jordan Reed. Wide open, dude. They'd, he'd pull that ball out of Alfred Morris's stomach, and there's not a guy four yards in a four-yard fucking vicinity mm-hmm. of the tight end. Mm-hmm. And he's just playing catch. The minute it got tight, he never made a lot of impressive throws in tight windows in college, in the NFL, and then he got hurt. Can and I sure ask you something? Shit. And I know this is getting a little off topic, and I don't want to do this because we do have a Parlay Vu podcast, but isn't that Jalen Hurts? Uh, yes and no. I think Jalen's problem is he just holds it too long. Okay, because I feel like it's a one read. If it ain't open, he's t- he's looking to run, and he's not looking to throw anymore. It's not even that he's looking to run. He holds the ball too long, and it's like the guy's open. You see him double clutch, and he's st- he doesn't move on to a progression. He still looks at the same guy, and then pressure comes, and now right. I got to move. Because that's also probably Daniel Jones's same. Because yeah. like y- you know, the difference well, between open in college and open in the NFL is uh, it's fucking laughable, dude. It's not the same. No, 100%. But no, I wouldn't make the same argument with Jalen Hurts schematically because Nick Saban's not running no cockamamie program down there. Cockamamie, you know? bro. No cockamamie like, programs over here. Number six, please. Jesus Christ. Uh, 2008. Um, 2008. Ran, uh, 2008. 2018. Rams. <laughs> oh, we all got a little bit of points. But here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I just want to make that, that known. I don't hold it against them that they were number one in plays and this and that and this and that. I don't hold it against them that they were a super high pace offense when you were like well i could have put him higher or lower i should say right like i could have i really really could have put him in the top four if i wanted to Mm -hmm. i mean at least what i'm looking at my top four is legitimate no way my is my brain like my heart and soul of watching football uh, when you tell me like name wide receivers like these like name cores these are the first things that come to my mind and that the other than that, I think they they might have been able to be there, but mm-hmm. they'll take six for what it is, and we take a break, right? Yes, sir. All right, guys, listen. Pat McAfee said it best: you got to look good to feel good, you got to feel good to play good. Well, we're gonna help you guys look good with Saatchi Di Denaro. All right, it's the finest Italian material. It's fire. It's comfortable, and we got a saving for you. All right, you're gonna use promo code Havoc for ten percent off. Your total purchase at SachiDDenero.com. Also, check them out over at Instagram at SachiDDenero. SachiDDenero, always authentic, never counterfeit. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to the show. 
It's time for the top five wide receiver cores of the 2010s decade. It's number five. You're you, are you gonna be okay? I, I just you know it wasn't maybe me. arguably a little too low. Uh, I don't really give low? a fuck. Yeah, low is in not high enough towards one. So oh okay okay. The 2018 Kansas City Chiefs. Oh wait, stop. We'll just start it going this way. Okay. Number five is the Kansas City Chiefs. Nope, not me. All right. Loser. Travis Kelsey, 103 grabs, 1336, 10 scores. Tyreek Hill, 87 grabs, 1,479 grabs, 12 scores. Yards, 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 49 yards, sorry. 12 scores. Number three, Sammy Watkins, 40 grabs, 519 yards, three touchdowns. He's just there to be there, Sammy. I mean, yeah. having fun. And then it gets worse as you look down after it that. Gets worse. It's like everybody after that is close to single digits. Don't tell me, don't tell me this is based off statistics. Because it's not. It's based off of what what you the eye test saw. Well, the reason that it's deal. five and no higher is based off of the statistics. The yeah. fact, like, it's based off of statistics and the fact that it gets all the way up to five because you have a tight end who catches a hundred and three balls for well over a thousand yards and ten touchdowns. No, yeah, yeah, and yeah He's still not the number one like pass catcher on the team. Then you have Tyreek Hill with his numbers. <laughs> so, but the stats are the same reason that it doesn't go any higher than five because it's again it's a two guy, two guy deal, and I mean, Patrick Mahomes might go down as one of the best to ever do it, which is not necessarily uh, something that should really put the brakes on the rest of this list because we're talking about Hall of Fame quarterbacks the rest of the way anyway. But yeah, ultimately it's just a two guy deal, and then it gets pedestrian at best after that. Mm. Is why they stopped at five for me. Yeah, I agree with that. I, like I said, I think it, I think it's t- the complete eye test when it comes to Tyreek Hill. Like I think that's the well, year. Things where, Tyreek Hill did, would do is just yeah, ridiculous. but that's like, the year. It's like okay, so nobody can guard him. Okay, so Patrick Mahomes holds the ball for eleven seconds, scrambles yeah, because out, right? and throws seventy yards. You Tyreek Hill is just standing yeah, but still. Not Man. even that though. It's, that's like this the year. It's like oh, we're gonna respect his speed. We're giving him twelve yards off the line of scrimmage. Cool, he's going to catch the ball a yard and a half off the line. Catches it a yard and a half off of the line of scrimmage and then goes for 57 yards. Makes your entire secondary look stupid on the way to to a piece out. You can't catch me in the end zone. Right. So that's that's why they're five. I mean, it's neither here nor there, but I cannot wait to see what happens with him this year. I'm very, yeah. With with, uh, Tua. With Ty Hill. Yeah. And Tua. It's going to be very interesting. I'm just saying I think... Zach Wilson might have been better for him legacy wise if he was picking over Tua. Yeah, but it I get wasn't it. About that. No, it's about the no state tax. It's about being in it's Miami. It's about this is where he's and from. Okay. No, and it he's wasn't got the even about already. the money. Cause it the, was about the money. It no, because the Jets had the deal worked out with him too. No, I thought that Miami had more money with him. They might have had a no. They offered the the Chiefs more. The deals were were very similar oh, in structure. I, I, okay. The Chiefs gave him the choice, and he chose Miami because that's where he's from. He already had a house down there. No state income tax. Like if you could live in in fucking Jersey or Miami, and everything else is the same, what would you do? I'd pick Miami. Miami. Too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're asking a silly question. Not to mention, he's gonna save roughly. Twenty-five, thirty million dollars on state income tax. Yeah, on right. that contract, so it's a no-brainer. But I mean, legacy-wise, I think Zach Wilson would have been better off because if Tua flames out the way we think he might, 
then they're the either the then they're either playing this game where they're trying to get one of these quarterbacks who always seems to fall shake loose every year. Yeah. Or they're looking to start over with another kid, and then you're starting with a kid at the end of your prime. Which is tough. Which is tough. Yeah, especially when you're a speed receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my number five, um, the 2012 Atlanta Falcons. Oh. The Julio Jones, Roddy White, Tony Gonzalez. Um, they went 13-3 and that year, lost to the Niners in the, um, in the championship game. But... I mean, like I said, with all of them, the numbers are there. I mean, Tony Gonzalez had 93 receptions for 930 yards. He was the leading um, leading receiver as far as, like, receptions. But Roddy White, 92 for 1,300 yards, and Julio Jones, 79 for 1,198. So you got two wide receivers over 1,100 yards, and your tight end 70 yards away from a 1,000-yard season. So... Yeah, pretty good. I mean, offense, peak Matty Ice offense. too. You know, um, I didn't mention it, but Gonzalez no. with eight touchdowns, Roddy with seven, and Julio with ten. That's the year that they they you said they went thirteen and three. They that went thirteen year. and three. Is that the year the they Niners. they crushed it and then got romped in the first round of the playoffs? Um, I don't think so. No, they lost twenty eight to twenty four to the to the Niners in that game. I think Was that might be a different one? season. No, they lost in the second round. Maybe it was. I remember one year they were like crushing everybody, and then they got romped in the first game in the playoffs. They I think that was when they versus the Giants. Am I wrong? Could have been the Giants. Yeah, yeah, I think it was that year. I think Giants it was the Giants made the Super Bowl. So the year yeah. before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, and I just felt like when I was looking at all the stats, the Falcons. I had to get them on the list. It was just a matter of which team you were going to choose. I feel like, um, and what really sold it for me was Gonzalez. Like I said before, I mean they're already over eleven hundred. The receivers. Be- I mean, before before Kel- a guy by the name of Travis Kelsey showed up, he was the all-time, like, probably best tight end to ever play. Yeah. Without Tony, a doubt. Tony, Tony Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Yeah. yeah. And, then Travis, Gates, and then Travis you know? Kelsey came along. Well, yeah. it was always Gates or Tony, but I think Tony probably has the edge over Gates a little bit. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's my number five. Number four. Going on a run from the same year right now. We're going All right. Little run. Number four is going to be the 2011 Nolan Saints. This was the year Jimmy Graham then broke. Uh, I'm sorry, not Jimmy Graham. Drew Brees then broke the passing record. I believe he threw for 52.70 something. We got Jimmy Graham leading receiver, 99 grabs, 1310 yards, 11 scores. Second leading receiver in terms of catches, not yardage, Darren Sproles, 86 catches, 710 yards, <laughs> seven touchdowns. Marcus Colston, 80 catches, 1,143 yards, and eight touchdowns. And then the third receiver in that group was Lance Moore, 52 catches, 627 yards, and eight touchdowns. That offense was stupid that year. (laughs) Drew Brees was slinging it all over the fucking yard. Mm -hmm. And then who they had another – was that – no, it wouldn't have been Larry. Who was their other running back in that point? Mark Ingram? No. No. Darren, I can look it up real quick. 2011? Yeah. It, so it was Darren Sproles. Yeah, why can't I remember? The Marco Murray? Ooh. On the Saints? Oh, sorry. No. I got fucked up. I got fucked up. <laughs> I got so fucked up. Pierre Thomas. Pierre Thomas. And Mark Ingram. Oh, young Mark Ingram? And Chris Ivory. They had four yeah. running backs. Yeah, that, that was when Chris Ivory yeah. was buried on the depth chart for a while. Ivory had 300. Sproles had 600. Pierre had... 
500 and Ingram had four. So everyone kind of got. Yeah, everyone ate. A little bit of everything. It was it was really Drew Brees' season. Yeah, 5,476 passing yards for Brees this is, this, on this 46 sh- touchdowns. What was it? Uh, five 5,476 on 46 touchdowns. Oh, so it was 14 interceptions. That fucking yeah. ratio is insane. Is this the year they um, won the Super Bowl? This is the year they lost um, against the Niners, 36-12 in the divisional game. Yeah, this is the year the Packers won the Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, 2011 Saints. Should I go? Yeah, you're up. Yeah. I know we flipped. I flipped it. All right, so here we go. I made a mistake, and it's not Cherry Limeade mistake, but it's definitely a mistake. I went with my heart, and then I looked up the stats, and they they seem a little raw. But – I'm going to go with it anyway because on this show, we have full transparency. I don't want to be that guy. Number four, the 2015 Seattle Seahawks. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So. Doug then, Baldwin. I was about to say, yeah, Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin, Tyler yeah. Lockett. Yeah. Percy Harvin. Uh, no, no. Jermaine Curse. Jermaine yeah, I was going to say Jermaine Curse. Jimmy Graham. His, I believe it was his first year there. Um, Probably. So, again. The eye-popping thing is Doug Baldwin, 80 receptions, 100 and, I mean, 1,069 yards, and 14 touchdowns. Yeah, 14 touchdowns is pretty So wild. this was Russell Wilson's coming out party, I guess, even though he was kind of... Well, this is Legion of Boom beginning to fall apart, so probably on needing him. to sling it around a little bit right. more. So he had 34 touchdowns this year. Anyway, the four teams Doug Baldwin stands out. Curse had five, Jimmy Graham had two. He really wasn't that good, but 600 yards. 700 yards for Jermaine Curse and 650 for Tyler Lockett with six mm. touchdowns. So kind of pedestrian, but I do remember those guys being like, almost like the Giants. How are they that good with, I never thought that any of those guys were superstars. Right. I knew Baldwin had a couple of good years. He did, but, even but at that point. Remember, he was two, this was two years away from career-ending injury. Yeah. Right? So, again, does it feel like a cherry lime made a little bit, but we'll let it go. It can't be that bad. I, I don't think it's that bad. Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, the Seahawks kind of talk Pete Carroll. Put him there, so whatever. Number four, Brian. So number four, my this is also kind of in the same boat. Um, the numbers are kind of there, but I thought it was – it's definitely my most surprising pick by far. But someone mentioned this earlier, different year though. 2013 Chicago Bears, uh, Brandon Marshall, Alshon, and Martellus Bennett. So one year earlier. Yeah, yeah. essentially one year earlier. Um, an 8-8 and team. Um, I'll be honest, Brandon Marshall is probably my favorite wide receiver that's played, so I'm kind of biased in that sense. But, I mean, you heard the stats from the year that – I don't know which one of you guys, I'm sorry, brought it up before. Me? But even the stats for this year. Brandon Marshall, 100 receptions, 1295 um, on 12 touchdowns. Alshon, you got 89 receptions, 1421 and 7 touchdowns. Martellus Bennett, 65-759 for 5. And Matt Forte, 74-594 and 3 touchdowns. So, like – I mean, the numbers are just ridiculous. And another team, now that we're kind of going through it, another 8-8 eight eight team where I'm assuming probably in the same boat we were talking about before. Not no defense. defense. We're yeah. just slinging it for every single Or offensive. Jay's throwing a fucking pick six because crazy Jay with his arm strength thought he could fit any ball in any window. <laughs> well, He was a lot like Favre, honestly. Like Cutler gets a bad rap because – he gets a bad rap because well, they never won. Now that I'm looking at it here, uh, Josh McCown played eight games. So maybe something happened. Yeah, there. something must have happened. Because like that year earlier than that, when they played in the, I think it was the NFC Championship game, when he got hurt and they lost, 
And everyone's like, oh, he didn't want to go back in. Like, he should have played through the pain. And he got crushed for that. Yeah. He had a torn MCL on his left knee. Like, he couldn't step into throws. Right. So you want a oh. fucking you want a quarterback out there in the playoffs that can't step into the ball? No, no. Josh You're being silly. Serviceable, so I don't want to hear that. Yeah, yeah he was good. He had eighteen hundred you know I mean? yards. It's not like, like it's not like fucking Daniel Jones is going out there. No, go ahead, go win us a game. Yeah, no. no. Number three, right? Yes, sir. Can I feel you, good about the threes. While I'm doing this, can you find out who has the most hundred catch seasons in the NFL? Because I feel like it's got to be. B. Yeah, Marsh. I can look it up. Yeah, feel like who? B. Marsh. Go ahead, do your three. My number three, we're going to complete the, the third head of the chimera here. It's the 2011 New England Patriots. This is the team where they really said, fuck it, we're going to chuck it. Wes Welker, 122 catches, 1,569 yards, nine touchdowns. Gronk, you ready for this? I'm ready. 90 catches, 1,327 yards, 17 touchdowns. Aaron Hernandez, 79 catches, 910 yards, 7 touchdowns. Deion Branch, 51, 702 yards, and 5 touchdowns. It's a nuts season. It's Bonkers. an absolute yeah, absolute Madden-type numbers. This is the year they were crushing everybody. Yeah. Crushing everybody. They beat the Jets like 34-3 on Monday Night Football that year, I think. Yeah. Uh, it was probably... We're peaking uh, to what you had mentioned before earlier when you're like, this was kind of the infancy. This was kind of like the next step to where it was going. This was down the big the year that they popped. Yeah. This is when Brady started also, rushing. And I think he threw 36 touchdowns. Going back to what you were saying, uh, Antonio Brown and Brandon Marshall are actually tied for the, for the most, most 100 catch with seasons. how many? Seven? Six. Um, six. Six. And then after that, who do you think is after that? Antonio Brown and Brandon Marshall tied with six. Who do you think is after that? Um, there's actually... There's actually three after that. They're tied. Wes Welker. Wes Welker. Don't tell me. Huh. Don't tell me. Both from this time period also kind of in the same area. One's a little bit earlier, but... Um, we mentioned him earlier. One of them. Is it Lloyd? Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald. Larry and there's Fitzgerald one more. He's a little bit earlier than 2010, though. He was. He played in 2010s, but he kind of was kind of on the Steve way. Smith. Nope. That was a good guess. That was a good guess. Oh, fuck. That was a good guess. I'll give you it. Do you want me to tell you? Because when you said Steve Smith, a light bulb, I was like, ah, he got it. Chad. Nope. You might be upset. You ready? It's a T.O. It's Andre Johnson. Oh, fuck. fuck. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's Andre Because they Johnson. were bad. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, sorry. I didn't mean to really completely. No, that's totally fine. Yeah, we were just, I mean, you know, I pretty much talked about all I had. Yeah, the Patriots that Patriots, year was, it's nice. Was the, the machine was running the best it ever has, you know, this iteration of the team. And, I mean, Welker's numbers are crazy. Yeah, yeah, the whole the whole thing is and nuts. When I saw Gronk had seventeen touchdowns, yeah, I was yeah. like, "Holy shit, dude!" The whole the whole yeah. season is nuts. What do you got at three over there? I'm a fucking mess, dude. Oh no! Come back to me. All right, number three. We mentioned them <laughs> I'm, before. I'm trying to pull up the stats, and I'm I, I can't do it. So go just. It's not a team I have, I guess. We mentioned them before. Uh, it is. You said they were too low. Um. And I agree. I put them at three. The 2018, and I guess technically 2019, Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, not going to dive too much in, into it, but obviously 
They've always been good. They're definitely the greatest receiving core we've had, I feel like, in recent history. I mean, it's two For guys, the most though. part. Right, but... I mean, what they're doing is still... Yeah, no, it was crazy. Pretty impressive. I just feel like... It, well, we're going to... I guess we're going to partially find out with Tyreek Hill, right? Because how much yeah. of this is Mahomes? Kelsey was I feel around. like a lot of it's going to be... Kelsey was around before Mahomes was around. Well, right, and Kelsey was always killing it. It didn't he make ate, a difference. Yeah, 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 for sure. And you know what? Kelsey's still not the best tight end in the league. Kittle? Yeah, Kittle's better. Well, kiddo blocks, so yeah, he's the best block. I found but yeah, hundred percent. I'm not going to go too crazy into it, but yeah, three. I uh, mm-hmm. would be Kansas City Chiefs for me. So the reason why I couldn't figure out number eleven was because nothing eye pops until you really, really, really look, and that's where the problem was. I was like, am I looking at the wrong year? What the fuck's going on here? Right. Anyway, number three, 2011 Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Jordy Nelson. My number two is the 2011 Green Bay Perfect. Packers. So let's do it. So you got Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings. Uh, J- J- Michael Finley, Michael Finley right? J- James, uh, Jones, James Jones, and Donald Driver. All of which had at least 55 catches. Yeah. All of which had at least 445 yeah, yards. Donald Driver but, didn't play 16 games, I, though. I so, mean, like, yeah. if they all played 16 games, they're all so, over 500 I mean, yards. We'll go through real quick. Jordy, 68 receptions, 1,263 yards, 15 touchdowns. Yeah. Greg wild. Jennings, 67 receptions. I mean, you're almost spreading the wealth. 67 receptions, 950. 49 yards, 9 touchdowns. Jermichael Finley, 55 catches, 767 yards, 8 touchdowns. James Jones, 55 receptions as well. Uh, 635 yards, 7 touchdowns. And then we said Donald Driver, who you said James Jones didn't play the whole year? Donald Driver, I don't think, played 16 years. 56 receptions, 445, and 6 touchdowns. Are you joking? Yeah, that's wild. You're joking. So, (laughs) I mean... Yeah, so that's what I was going to say about it is that, like, even Jordy's, like, the yards and the touchdowns are crazy, but 68 catches is nothing wild. So, like, when you look at it on paper, nothing crazy jumps off the paper at you. But then think about the fact that one, two, three, four, five fucking guys have over five touchdowns at or around 500 receiving yards. Because we've named plenty of teams in these lists that are two guys. Two, three guys. And now you're basically, I mean, it's like, to be able to divide that, like, they what was they went fifteen and one that year? What yes, they, they did right. Yeah, they went fifteen and one okay. that year, so. and then they won that Super Bowl. Right, they beat the Steelers because the Jets would have had to play them if they beat the Steelers that year. I think that's that I year. Think so. Really? Okay. I'm glad I got my life together. I you think your number two. Yeah. So now you want my number two, right? Well, no, Brian didn't go yeah. too. Oh, so we're going. Where, where are we? We'll swing back this, way? and we'll I come mean, back to you right, for two because that was your fine. three. Um. So for number two, I. I so the stats are good for most of the years. I'll be honest. Um, they're always, they're consistently good. I picked specifically the 2012 season, but the Denver Broncos. Demarius Thomas. Stop. 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 I also have them. Okay. And I, he's um, sighing, I'm so I don't know what's that going sign on. Sign means he's one. They're one. Yeah, but that's not why. Not read the read the numbers. Okay. Let me pull them up. Oh, do you you didn't have them? No, no. I'll give them to you. I have them here. I just have to pull them up. No, the sigh. Go ahead. Why? What's the matter, Hawk? What are you stressed out about? Because the sigh is that I have 2013, and that is the one. 
I have 2013. Oh, uh, you said 12. Yeah, I looked at it and then I clicked yeah. on the link. I had okay. 13. So I hit no the wrong sign. number. All right, so go ahead. Yeah. Right, I have the stats. 2013, I have them right now. Okay, give them to us. I clicked on, I that, must have typed the wrong button. My link was going to 2013. Right, so 2013 listen, was. Let's make it known. That's my your two. Season. That's your two. That's my two. That's also my two. Okay. And that's my one. And that's his one. 2013. Ready? <laughs> we are ready. 92 receptions for Demarius Thomas. 1430. On 14 touchdowns, you got Eric Decker, 87 receptions, 1288, 11 touchdowns, motherfucking Wes Welkler, 73, 7, 78, and 10, and Julius Thomas, 65, 788, and 12 touchdowns. You have four receivers with double-digit touchdowns. This is why I'm saying that it's there's no reason that any, any team from this decade should be ahead of them. Yeah, there I know. Are four, There's only one four more I felt players should go ahead of them. Four players with 10 touchdowns each is fucking hold on, nuts, hold on, dude. Hold on. Today it's nuts yeah. the way is, we throw the ball Is your around. one the same as mine? What's your one? It needs to be, right? Because if it's it not, then be. it's a travesty. Well, let's go through two. It's now. already we'll a travesty to me, dude. Because if not, we really did some injustice to this team. Well, I don't know who you picked, but I felt like my one was pretty good. Patriots. Yeah, 2011. All right. No, it's not better than right. the fucking. You don't think so? Broncos. No, really? No. Well, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna have to, I guess. We don't I, have to. We I can, just from like this point on. We can just do a debate because we know now. We know we're one and two. One and two is gonna. That's the, that's across the board. One and two. That's across the board. I know. I just. Uh... So you got four. You got four wide receivers, or you know whatever. Three wide receivers and a and a tight end. With ten plus touchdowns, yeah, yeah. Gronk with yeah. seventeen touchdowns, though. You have two wide. You have two tight ends on this yeah. number one team that combined for a hundred and sixty nine catches, over three thousand yards. Yeah. Over three thousand yards. What are you talking about? Nine, ten plus thirteen. Oh, I, that, I don't know why. I thought that. No, that's no. a slash. Over two thousand yards. You Aaron Hernandez. I don't know. Nineteen hundred. I don't know. I am looking at it right now. I yeah. and 24 touchdowns. That's fucking tight end production, dude. Ugh. Yeah, but they're in a two tight end system. The, who's so, fucking fits out of you can't fault them on that. Yeah, but you're you're like giving it a bonus because they have two tight ends putting two up tight that end numbers. Work the like more that. I don't know. Well, that's for yeah, but but was Belichick running that system his entire career? Let me, no. Let me let me hit you with this. Let me hit you with this, ready? Name fucking Aaron Hernandez, that motherfucker. Name a more talented, okay, 2011 in the top five tight ends in football, or the top three. I mean, are they both? They're, they're yeah, they're both in there. Yeah, it, it, right. Like yeah. essentially, name another time you've seen that. You don't. The only other times you've seen it is whenever since Hernandez shot that guy. Um, <laughs> Belichick's been trying to recreate the magic with Hunter Henry and. Um, John Johnu Smith, yeah. and he tried it also with who did he try to replace Hunter Henry with the first time? Was it Delaney Walker or not Delaney Walker? But you know what I'm saying. The other, uh, there was another tight end. Mercedes put, Lewis, not Mercedes Lewis. There was another tight end uh, they put in there. Yeah. Tried the plug and play after Hernandez, and my point is it hasn't worked since then. So full to that season. And, no, because in the NFL, especially like back before this decade, all the way through 2010 is where it starts to change, really. But th- 
this is our club. This is our system. We're going to mold you to fit our system or it's not going to work and you're going to go somewhere else. Is Wes Walker a Hall of Famer? Yes. But Bill Belichick molds the system to his talent. Right. So Bill Belichick saw what he had and said, we're going to do this by design. And now that fucking matters. That's a no fault. Right. So, but you're the one who, you're the one bringing up the fact that it's two tight ends. Like it's some, to me, Gronk is a wide receiver. That is the impressive part. To me, that is, that is part of the impressive Mm. part to me. I don't know about you. That's in, that's. The more I think about it, the more I feel like there's, uh, the only reason I give the edge to the Broncos is because it was longer, but they're so similar. Longer in what sense? They had a longer run, I feel like. No, no, no but we're talking about these two, we're, right? We're breaking down. The 2013 Broncos versus the 2011 like, Patriots. Now we're now break them down. Because West Welker's on both teams, so you can't really right. do that, right? So, from a standpoint of yeah, 24 and touchdowns from Welker's the tight end much position, older at that point, too. You know what I mean? I mean, two years older, but he's but, towards the back yeah. end at this point. I don't know. It's, and playing it's, with Demarius listen, Thomas and Eric Decker. I, I would love a Twitter poll. I would. I would love I would love a poll to decide this because that's how I don't think there's a one two battle that we've had that is so in question because I was gonna say I feel like this is relatively close. Oh it's oh I it's, get, yeah I, I think it, I think it's closer than you think it is. No, it's close, but I just feel like when like the seventeen touchdowns on Gronk, like you're letting the fact that it's an now seventeen touchdowns is crazy no matter what. Don't let's just but how many touchdowns did Tom Brady throw that year? Forty? Uh, I think Peyton might have thrown 50 in 2013, right? I'll look up 2013, Broncos. Brady had 39 touchdowns that year. Um, Damn, how the fuck do you remember this shit? And and I think that's the year Peyton threw 50. And Peyton threw... Or maybe Peyton never threw 50. Peyton threw 55. 55, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're close. I, they're I could see. Close. I just like I like like could I said. See why you edge out the Broncos, like why you're giving the Broncos the the edge for sure. So and it's Super also Bowl. it's all, no they didn't win the Super Bowl. It's also kind of like um neither did two thousand yeah yeah they lost that year they lost the yeah. yeah so it's um, it's it's very like it's a very similar case. I for feel me like. it's like Gronk is great right, but Gronk is a physical specimen. Like mm-hmm. nobody could guard Gronk, right? And Brady right. knew that. So no, not I'm not trying to take points away from it, no. but it's like Gronk is more of like a LeBron kind of thing when you see him, and you're like, holy shit! Like that guy was just made to play tight end, and like so much different than everybody else. Like there's no safety that could right. take him down. There's no linebacker that was fast enough. Can you see that one more time? So because when you look at it, you go. Julius Thomas undrafted tight end that year. Yeah, more it's more impressive though. Like, I don't know, man. That's it's it's it, close. It is. It, yeah, it really is close. Gronk, Gronk, yes. Although he's a, uh, an absolute freak of nature, like in my opinion, you have a top five player at his position of all time on one of these teams, and one you don't, and that's the difference for me. Like, it's like in that core you had. An all-time great tight end. You had an all-time great in Rob Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. And Demarius Thomas was pretty good. Like, pretty good. Decker was pretty good. Welker was a Hall of Famer. Welker was incredible that year, but yeah. But you may have two Hall of Famers on the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? Right. And Julius Thomas was good, but he was... I don't know. Julius Thomas was incredible that yeah. year. 
that oh year. no well a couple of years year, yeah. you know well you know I, mean? I know we're only talking about this Peyton year, Manning effect but this makes me fucking laugh he's got 65 catches and 12 touchdowns yeah that, every that's fifth insane. ball he caught was a goddamn touchdown yeah. I mean what are we doing here I don't remember know. they'd they'd run that little fucking tap pass to him and they, when they got down close yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we're gonna you know we're gonna have to run the numbers and then fight about it. I hope it ends tied. I can't. But that I would be great. Do. I don't think it can, it can though. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Unless did you, where'd you put that team? It might be, might be, yeah, it might be. All right, yeah, I that's think, the list. I don't even know. We might have to just do top five combined for this, though, because there's so yeah, much, it, we don't it, have it's a staggered. lot. Of, yeah, we don't. All have right, we'll see of, what it looks like. Because yeah. otherwise, we're gonna like keep playing this game like we played last time. We're gonna give one point. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, good catch. Go ahead. Let's take a commercial break. No, I mean it's time to break. It's a new year, and with new year comes new resolutions. And what's going to help you complete the resolutions that you set forward for yourself this year? Inspiration. And we have just the company for you that's focused around inspiration. Head on over to staythirstyco.com and put in the code HAVOC to get 15% off on your next order. And make sure you take a look over at the Winter 2022 collection. That's staythirstyco.com. Drop the OY and focus on you. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. As always, best way to support the show is to support the sponsors. You support the sponsors. You are supporting the show, helping the boys, helping us make it big and quit our fucking jobs. <laughs> we did the numbers. Like we were saying before the break, you know, with the oddity, the obscurity, we're talking about a total pool of 320 possible teams. When you look at 32 teams in the league, 10 different years, we went with the top five. We had a clear five at the top. So that's what we decided to go for. And when I get to the page, number five, 11 points, the 2018 Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. I think it was the only one all three of us had, right? Besides uh, the Chiefs? Did, did you have the Chiefs too? Huh? I had the Chiefs, yeah. Well, I mean, no, it's not the only one all three of us had. Most of these we had. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But it was one of the ones we all had early, and it just collected enough points to get there. Yeah. Number four with 17 points is the 2011 Green Bay Packers. Number three, 20 points, the 2018 Kansas City Chiefs. And we have a tie. Oh, God, this is it. 28 points apiece. Yeah. It's the 2011 Patriots versus <laughs> the 2013 Broncos. I mean, we kind of already had the debate. Yeah, we did this debate but already, but we haven't gotten anywhere with it. I Gronk I, was a freak because Gronk's numbers yeah. are really what's really what's trying like making this this big jump here, right? The seventeen touchdowns. That's what it is because it, it is crazy that, like we said before, the Broncos had four receivers with ten plus touchdowns, and I just feel like. Not not that they negate each other in a way, but it's kind of the same thing. I'm sorry, repeat that. So I'm trying to explain this the best way I can. Um so them having over ten touchdowns apiece right. is impressive, right? I feel like Gronk having seventeen wow. let there be light. There it and is. On the third day. <laughs> um and on the third segment, let there be light. Yeah, right. Um, wow. Okay. Go ahead. That completely fucked up my whole train of thought. I would bet it did. Uh, basically, what I'm trying to say is the the receivers with 10 plus touchdowns is impressive. Oh. I do feel like 
if we're looking at it from a stats point, the 17 touchdown by Gronk kind of negates would there be any way to, some so of that at least a little would there bit? Be any way it's for you to look forty-two up? touchdowns total for these four guys from the Broncos versus thirty-eight touchdowns total from the four big four. Did, on the is Patriots. there any, any way to look up as any other wide receiving core or whatever team had four guys over ten touchdowns? Is there a way to look that up? I could, I could try. I don't know because I That's would be curious specific. as to see how many. Well, but it if it's happened ten times before, you know what I mean. I doubt it, dude. Just look at these lists that we made. Like, how many? A lot of the teams on the list don't even have one guy that broke um, 10 touchdowns, you know? So here's what I think we should do. A little different, but. We should fist fight? We'll grab a weapon. No. I think we should text the group, our group message. Right, what we want on three click send of our vote. That's what do you what mean? Of Broncos Patriots. I don't have my phone. You fucking. Piece you know, it's the shit. camera. You piece of <laughs> fucking work, you. Well, you want to just vote out loud. You want to send a group text that's just the three of us You're in not, this room? Well, because at the same time, if we all say it at the same time, it's not like a bunch of morons. No, that'd be fun. All right. What's I'll the cast my vote. Dude? Cast your vote. Broncos. All right. Yeah. That settles go. that, I I'm think. I'm going to go Broncos. <laughs> hey, let's go, Jim. All right, we'll give this one to Hawk. Let's Honestly, go, Jim. You know, it, it is funny. It's like I said before. Um, I think I think it was the Gronk stats, the yards from Welker. When at first glance, I was like, this is insane. But then once we started reading through the stats here and I saw the 10 plus for each each of them, I'm like, ah, because, because Jack's not maybe here, they should have been Jack's first. Because Jack's not here, I'll say it. Me and Brian got cucked by Tom Brady. <sighs> We saw Tom Brady, and we were like, oh. I just saw, you know, yeah, it wasn't Peyton even Brady. Manning on the that's other Peyton Manning with a broken damn neck. No, he was still good in 2013. Was it was 2015. No, but he, he, had, he still had the surgery to repair the neck at that point. Oh, yeah, he was throwing with the glove yeah. on his hand. But he was dealing, dude. Yeah. He could still zip Obviously, it. Obviously, he was He could still zip it in 2013. By 2015, it was fucking Dunzo. duck hunter, dude. Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> and they won the Super Bowl when he was having Yeah, because they, they rode their defense. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he's smart enough to not lose the games for them. That's how they won that Super Bowl. Von Miller brutalized Cam Newton. He did. Cam Newton didn't jump on the fumble. Von Miller won that MVP that year, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah that's when... Yeah, you just He didn't jump it. on the fumble. Yeah, he didn't jump on the fumble. And everyone was the most famous. The most famous thing... Like, that's the thing that people remember Cam for. Yeah. He did so many good things. Yeah. <laughs> like, he won an MVP, damn it. That and, same year, yeah. yeah same and year. he didn't jump on the fumble. No matter Dude, what he says... It's all about hardware. No matter what he says, he did not want that ball. Listen, if it's the Super Bowl, you got it. You have to jump on You have to at least dive towards I know, it. I know. You look have at, to do look something. Look at us. Two 30-year-old yeah. no, like, yeah. men going, I guess, you got to like, dive on it. I, but so, <laughs> you're right. I hate, it, is, it is total quarterback. I hate this fucking thing that's like, happening couch now. Couch quarterback, but... I hate this thing that's happening now. Like, Schaub does it a lot. Whenever anybody says anything about fighting that never fought, he goes, oh, yeah, because you've done it, right? Because you, you know, know. All right, Like, so listen, dude, not everyone has to have done it. Oh. I've been watching fucking fighting for 15 but, years now. I feel like I'm – and now I'm not, I'm not going to call anyone a pussy or anything like that. But, right. like, I'm allowed to fucking have an opinion of the fight just because I never did it before. You right, know? and I feel like, like even with the cam thing, like, even, even take the context of, like, us, you know – Three non-athletes, like, you know, whatever, talking about it. 
You also have to think, even taking into the context of Cam Newton, you're an NFL athlete. Your competitive drive is so high it's gotten you this far. You're in the biggest game of your career in a in a in a play that can shift the whole entire game. You did. You have to jump on the ball, dude. Like take yeah, anyone else telling you what to do. Like play. do you know what like uh, you know what I'm saying? Like there has to be if there's a play to make it happen or to do something, it has to be now. Out of yeah. any other play that it's you've ever Super played, Bowl, dude. this is the one you have what to make. Happens like, it has you, to what happen happens here. if he lands on you and breaks your collarbone? Oh, well. You like, might have the ball, though. The Super Bowl. You might have yeah. gotten the ball, oh, and, well, and then the, the backup same. QB you comes in. and No, no, no. Well, yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's hard. I just feel like if you're that competitive, yeah, you got you to gotta at least dive for it. Yeah, no, I agree. You gotta we're, give in, it a we're in agreement here. Okay. It's the fucking Super Bowl, dude. Like, you got to... Last game of the year. Can't hold anything back now. Mm. Right. If it's week six and you're like, I'm not doing this, then whatever. It's week six. I mean, you can figure it out. Yeah. You got time. Dude. Yeah. You got time to figure it out. And, you know, you don't want to get hurt week six. Right. Because there's plenty of season left. doesn't matter if you get hurt in the Super Bowl. No. You got fucking six months to figure it out. <sighs> run, run that list down again for the people at home correctly this time. From bottom to the top. 2018, five, 2018 Rams, four, 2011 Packers, three, 2018 Chiefs, two, 2011 New England Patriots, and number one, the 2013 Denver Broncos. Four play, four players go over 10 touchdowns. Two of them go well over 1,000. Two of them go over 700. One of them's undrafted rookie tight end. And then, again, monstrous year from Gronk. Mm -hmm. The Gronk year. That's the Gronk year. That's peak Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Never got better than that, unfortunately. Well, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't Gronk's fault. No, it definitely wasn't Gronk's fault. But he had injuries, but either way. But the next year after that, the next year after that, 2012, Brandon Lloyd showed up, and he dug into a lot of their... Yeah. Both of them had lower numbers than us. I really thought that Julius would have been something. I really, I really did feel. Well, that. he got hurt, right? He went to Jacksonville, which was a shit show disaster of a franchise, and then he had gotten hurt. Right. I know he got hurt. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. definitely went to Jacksonville. No, I, yeah, no, I know he went to Jacksonville. Yeah. I know he was nothing in Jacksonville, but I'm saying he played a few seasons after that on the Broncos. Then he got paid. No, by he didn't go back to the. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, he no, was no. solid on the Broncos. I mean, he was never like you know. I mean, look at all those mouths they had to feed. Yeah. Here. I'm he was solid for a few years when Peyton was there. Yeah, he was fine. He didn't really start to fade so, out until he got he, to Jacksonville. He's only 34 now. Yeah, it makes sense. Would have been, you know, 2013. He's not playing though, right? No. He hasn't played since 2017. Mm. So, it's funny. It's so funny because, no, it's not. It definitely, it's certainly not funny to him. But the first, the first year, 65 catches. 788 yards, 12 touchdowns. That's that year? Yeah, it's his rookie year. Yeah. Yep. Next year, 43 catches, just under 500 yards, 12 touchdowns. Jeez, still had 12 touchdowns. And he enters free agency. Jacksonville signs him. And and, and by the way, 2013 and 14, he makes the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Jacksonville signs him to a contract. Now I'm going to give you the number combined in Jacksonville. Oh, God. For the two years he was there. And it is nine touchdowns, 
forty up oh, seventy nine receptions. For two years? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Who was playing quarterback at that point? Was it still No, I lied. Seventy six receptions, seven hundred yards. Over two years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Was it still Blaine playing quarterback then? I'm not sure. And he went to Miami for one year and forty catches, four hundred yards, three touchdowns, and he was out of the league. Unbelievable. It's when twenty fourteen was Emmanuel Sanders on the team that year? Twenty fourteen. Sure. He, he wasn't on the twenty thirteen team. Right now, twenty fourteen Broncos. Twenty fourteen Broncos. We had Ronnie Hillman. Remember him? <laughs> CJ yeah. Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. So, Emmanuel Sanders was one hundred one yeah. receptions, fourteen hundred yards, nine touchdowns. So twenty fourteen was the year that. My fantasy football team was the Denver, the Jimmy Denver Broncos, because I had Peyton Manning, C.J. Henderson, Emmanuel Sanders, and Julius Thomas. Jeez. And we lost in the championship by one point because oh, Peyton threw a fucking interception in the end zone Jeez. on Monday Night Football, Week Seventeen, to lose him the point, to lose me the point, to lose the fucking. All I needed. Watching in Mass Basement. Never all I needed was like seven yards on the ground from Henderson. Uh, a touchdown to Sanders or a catch from anybody else, and I won. And it was an interception in the back yeah, of the end zone. What year was uh, the Broncos? 13 was the Broncos' big year? Yeah, that was the big year. That, that was we, the year that we With the we, four, we, ten we plus touchdowns, one, right? yeah. So, the year... 14. After, Demarius Thomas had... <clears throat> 185 targets... What are we doing? Because Peyton was dropping back 55 times a game, dude. He had 111 receptions for 1,619 yards and 11 touchdowns. And then Sanders had how how many? 141 targets for 101 catches for 1,404 yards for nine touchdowns. What in the heavens are we doing? Julius Thomas, 62 uh, targets, 43 catches. Oh, and Wes Welker, 64 targets, 49 catches. So that was was that what, that was Decker's first year with the Jets, right? They'd lost Decker. Yeah, yeah Decker's gone. And I yeah. think Wes played eight games that year. Yeah. He's an old man at that point. He's like 35. So a lot of people forget he was on the Dolphins before he was on the Patriots yeah. for like four or five years. Yeah, Wes Welker freaks me out. People just don't know. He made, oh, wow. He made first team. Twice, and uh, Pro Bowl five times, and okay, so ready, check this out, and then we'll wrap this show. Rookie year he had twenty nine catches, second year he had sixty seven, and then he figured it out. Ready? <laughs> These are catches started from two thousand seven, just catches. One twelve, one eleven. Hold on, how many years was he on the Dolphins? Two. Oh, two. All right, so yeah. not four or five, two. Yeah. Sorry, stand correct. Well, I mean, practice squad and whatnot, but. He came up. He was he was signed in two thousand four on the practice squad to Miami. Played on the practice squad all year. Two thousand five, he made his debut on the on the team. But you know what I'm saying. So the contract was three years, but he only played two. Whatever, um, or whatever the case may be. But ready, two thousand seven, one hundred and twelve receptions, then one hundred eleven receptions, then one hundred twenty eight, uh, one hundred twenty three receptions, then eighty six receptions, then one hundred twenty two receptions, oh then one hundred eighteen receptions, yeah. and then now. We're old. We're old. 73 receptions. Okay, now we're 33, and we still got 50 receptions. And then we played on the Rams for a year, and we 
We didn't really. I didn't even know Wes Welker played on the Rams. No. Twenty uh, thirteen receptions. That is amazing. I didn't know that. You learn something new every day. Unbelievable. That sounds like a Hall of Fame career. I'm sure. Yeah, no, Wes is a Hall of Famer for sure when it's all said and done. We're all good here, you think? It's okay. just about football season. Yeah. We're getting there. About a month this out. Yeah, this is going to come out, though, like, third week of preseason. Oh, so we're in yeah, football season so, like, it's just point. about football season. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah, this yep. comes out second week of August. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Right, so, at this week, point, it's really almost football. I definitely, I definitely... I'm excited. So I, I want to do an over under show. This is probably releasing at or around the same time that the future show. Yeah, I want to do releasing. a future show, and I want to actually play some bets that I probably wouldn't have last Did year. Did you miss the future show last year? Yeah, it was just yeah. me. It was and you us last two year. last year. I'm not. Yeah. I, I, Jimmy knows this about me. I am not a futures better. I mean, we could save it for that, but I already have one in, yeah. and I almost put a second one in last night. I like yours. I'll do yours. Yeah. I don't find. Yeah. Future betting worth it unless you're going to spend real money or you're going to bet real odds. Like if you're not going to bet plus fifteen hundred odds and bet a hundred bucks to win at least fifteen hundred, what are you waiting for all year tying your money up? Right, tying your money up. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like it just seems silly to me. So the the people that place ten thousand dollars for the Rams to win the Super Bowl preseason to win, you know, a hundred k. Oh, that's the move. I mean, you know what that's I mean? a huge move, but like but small, that's the move. smaller scale. I put a hundred and fifty five on November first to win. 1100 or something like that and i'm okay with that yeah. i mean but don't don't be taking the odds on favorite for mvp and you know 100 no, to win 400 yeah. what are you doing yeah but whatever that's that's the future show we got football coming up i'm excited oh we have and we're going to be doing we have, to, we have to start logistically figuring that out that league that we want to do yes yes yeah. we can figure that out yeah that's the show time to wrap it up yeah as always we're brought to you by house of havoc podcasting Tiger Pack Productions, Sachi D. De Niro, and State Thirsty Company. Peace out.